الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات عمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والذين في أموالهم حق للسائل والمحروم صدق الله صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين I'm all suspected friends, brothers and elders in Islam. Each and every person in this world is desirous of a treasure that will go on and on increasing and never deplete. Each person is looking for an investment that is an everlasting investment that will be there for him anytime, anywhere, everywhere. And the investment must be such, it must continue to grow by the second. It must never get finished. It must never deplete. It must never fail. And there must be no loss whatsoever. If a person gets hold of such an investment, we can imagine how happy such a person will be. When a person has a gold mine and is going on producing profits for him and he doesn't have to fear any losses at any time we one, one can imagine how happy such a person will be Allah Rabbul Izzat in the deen of Islam has blessed us with this gold mine with the special everlasting investment with this treasure that will never deplete and come to an end but continue to grow, continue to expand, continue to thrive by the second. It will be there for a person in this dunya. When his eyes closes, it will be there for him in the qabr. On the day of Qiyamah, he would see the prophets before his eyes. It will be there for him. And it will usher him into Jannah also with ease and comfort and success. What is this investment? This is the investment of zakat. Allah Rabbul Izzat speaks about the special investment in the Quran and Majid. Allah says, مَثَلُ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ أَمْوَالَهُمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ كَمَثَلِ حَبَّةِ The example of those who spend wealth in the path of Allah can be resembled, can be likened, can be compared to a farmer who takes a seed, he puts it in the ground. One seed ambatat saba sanabil and then it continues to grow into seven years. 
في كل سنبلة مئة حبة in every year is 100 grain from one seed Allah Park produced 700 grain that the seed germinates and then it stems and then it grows seven years in each year there's 100 grains 700 grains it doesn't end there Wallahu yudha'ifu limay yasha for whomsoever Allah wishes, Allah gives them expansion and increase. Wallahu wasi'un alim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all encompassing with His grace and mercy. Allah is abounding in His grace. And Allah is all aware of who spends wealth in the path of Allah. So here we understand brothers, when Allah is resembling and comparing the one who spends wealth in zakat, in charity, for Lillah, for the sake of Allah. As long as the wealth is spent with ikhlas, sincerity, in accordance to the sunnah of Rasulullah in the correct manner that deen has prescribed and commanded, Allah parks, Allah ta'ala causes the investment to continue growing. And because it is spent with the name of Allah, Allah is eternal, the name of Allah is eternal, the investment is eternal. It will go on and on growing. It will never come to an end. When a banda reaches the akhirat and he will come before Allah, Allah Park would have the treasures of the hereafter in store for him. So much of reward, mountains of reward, he would see before his eyes. The servant will say, Oh Allah, but I didn't do so much of good deeds in my life. From where all the rewards have come. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to the servant, You spent one date in the path of Allah. And when you spend that one date in the path of Allah, Nabi Alayhi Salaam says, يَأْخُذُهَا الرَّحْمَانِ بِأَمِينِهِ Allah Park accepts it with his right hand. This is now to denote Allah Tabaruk wa Ta'ala's special mercy and appreciation. Allah Park doesn't have hands like insan. When Nabi Alayhi Salaam mentions Allah Park takes it with the right hand, it's denoting Allah Park's appreciation. Allah Park becomes very happy. Allah Park appreciates this one date in the path of Allah, it might seem very, very insignificant in the sight of people. Very minimal, very small, very trivial. But nay, Allah Taala says, it was given on my name. It was given with ikhlas and sincerity. It was given from halal wealth, not doubtful and haram. يَأْخُذُهَا الرَّحْمَانِ بِيَبِينِهِ وَيُرَبِّيهَا Allah Park causes it to grow and grow. The Bishop says, like how if any one of you has a baby camel or baby horse, how much of love and attention doesn't he give it? He brings it up, he nurtures it until it brings, it reaches its full growth and full age. Allah Taala causes this investment to grow in the akhirat. Until it becomes even more huge and large than Mount Uhud also. Allah says that you gave it on my name, I appreciated, and I was happy with this. I cause it to become an investment for you in the year after. Respected friends, Allah Taala doesn't grant a person only credit reward. For whatever he spends in the path of Allah, there's also cash reward also. What is this cash reward? Majid, riba wa the person who gets involved in different types on in, of investments, all usurious investments based on usury, interest, haram, 
Allah Pak caused it to be destroyed. It might not be destroyed immediately. Allah Taala is giving that banda respite and rope. And now soon the time will come for the collapse. Soon the time will come for the destruction and ruin. And then everything will be just wiped out. But on the other hand, Allah, Allah Pak says, وَيُرْبِ sadaqat, Whatever you spend in the name of Allah, in the path of deen, whether it's zakat, whether it's lillah, Allah Taala cause expansion and increase in it. So Allah Pak will give you increase in it. It is mentioned as that Umar ibn Hazan radiallahu ta'ala says, in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the Nabi of Allah dispatched one sahabi by the name of Ubay, Hazrat Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Nabi sallallahu dispatched a sahabi and assigned him to go and collect the zakat from the sahaba. So Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala says, he's explaining his incident. He says that I went to the various sahaba to collect the zakat. I went to one sahabi who was a Bedouin. And he had about 25 camels. So I evaluated his wealth. And I had seen that the obligation on zakat upon this person according to the wealth he possessed was 25, was, was one singular one-year-old camel. A singular one-year-old camel on 25 camels. So I informed the sahabi that this is what the fars obligation upon you for the wealth you have and possess is a singular one-year-old camel. This is what Allah Taala had made compulsory upon you. So this sahabi, this Bedouin, turns around and he says, he says, a singular one-year-old camel, what you going to do with this? He can't even give milk, you can't even ride it also. He said, no, no, I take the best camel I have. Take the best camel I have, I feel... This will be something of benefit to the poor. So the sahabi Ubay ibn Kaab says, this is what Allah had made obligatory upon you, I can't take more. The Nabi of Allah deputized me and assigned me to only collect what is compulsory upon you, I can't take anything more. But if you want, I will take you to the Nabi of Allah. You come before Rasulullah you explain to him. And if Nabi Wasallam accepts your contribution, then Fabihab, well and good, I have no problem with this. So this better when he goes with Hazrat Ubay ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala and he comes to the Nabi of Allah. And he says, O Nabi of Allah, Hazrat Ubay ibn Kaab, your messenger had informed me that Allah ta'ala had made compulsory upon the wealth I have only a singular one-year-old camel. O Nabi of Allah, I'm not happy to give this. It's a very small camel, can't give milk also, can't produce anything. You can't ride it. O Nabi of Allah, I want to give the best wealth that I have for Allah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Allah had only made this obligatory upon the happy heart. Allah will accept it and Allah will give you barakah. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam accepted this contribution of the sahabi who gave it with a very happy heart. He said, Allah Taala owns me, Allah owns my wealth, Allah owns my properties. And Allah is only asking two and a half percent of zakat from me. How a person should be giving that? He should be happy, should we look forward? He should try to even give extra also. Like this sahabi radiallahu ta'ala he gave. He gave extra. The Nabi of Allah made special dua for him. Special, special dua. Hazrat Umar ibn Kaab radiallahu ta'ala says that we, we live to witness the materialization of the dua of the Nabi of Allah for this person. He says there were a few years that passed after that. And the time of Hazrat Muawiyah radiallahu ta'ala I was assigned to go and collect the zakat from the sahabi. 
This very sahabi in the time of the Nabi of Allah had 25 camels. The obligatory amount was one camel. One singular one-year-old camel. Now in the time of Muawiyah, I'm going to collect his zakat. And now I count the camels that he has. He has 1,500 camels. Allah gave him expansion in his business. Allah Pak gave him growth and increase. So much of barakah, so much of blessings in his wealth. Now I needed to collect 30 camels from him of different ages. When I informed the sahabi with the very same fervor, spirit and heart that he gave in the time of the Nabi of Allah, he gave it again. Allahu Akbar. This was the dua that Nabi Sallallahu made for this sahabi in specific. And for all those who discharge the zakat correctly, Allah Pak commands Nabi Sallallahu in the Quran and Majid to accept the zakat of the sahaba and for his, of his ummah and make special dua for them. Allah says, خُذْ مِنْ أَمْوَالِهِمْ صَدَقَةً تُطَهِرُهُمْ وَتُزَكِّيهِمْ بِهَا O Muhammad Sallallahu you accept the zakat from your sahaba, from your ummah, which will be a means of their purification, the purification of their wealth. وَصَلِّ al special dua. إِنَّ صَلَاتَكَ سَكَنٌ لَهُمْ The dua you make will be a means of their blessing, a means of their mercy, a means of peace for them in their lives. The one who discharges that zakat correctly with ikhlas in the path of Allah, according to the prescribed command of Allah, the correct calculation finding out from the ulama, Allah Taala will give him increase. Allah will give him barakah. Allah will give him happiness. Allah will show him the nur and barakah in his life. Allahu Akbar. It doesn't end there, brothers. There's so many virtues and benefits for those who discharge zakat correctly. Nabi Ali Salatu Wasalam mentioned, "Man adda zakat malihi, fakad zahaba anhu sharruhu." The one who takes out the zakat from his wealth and he spends it in the correct avenues, correctly with ikhlas. The evil influences attached to that wealth, Allah rids the wealth of that, Allah purifies it. And if a person doesn't take out that zakat, then you find in the form of burglary, in the form of fire, in the form of problems, different, different types of problems will come his way. For the haq of the poor people are attached to his wealth, he's not giving it to them. And on the day of Qiyamah, it is mentioned the rawayat of Anas anhu. That the poor will be there before Allah. And they will say, Oh Allah, we lived a life of poverty in the world. We didn't have clothing to cover ourselves. We didn't have wealth to purchase food also. Oh Allah, these wealthy people, you place our haq upon them. You made zakat compulsory in their wealth. It was our rights. They didn't discharge it and give it to us, Oh Allah. These people withheld the zakat. And they did not fulfill our hukuk, our rights. Oh Allah, you sought them out today, you punish them. Allah Taala will address the wealthy who did not discharge the zakat. Allah Paak will say, today I am displeased with you. I will distance you from my mercy, I will send you to Jahannam. And oh you peop- poor people, today I will draw you close to me. Today I will honor you, today I will bless you with my special mercy. For what was the haq that I placed in the wealth of the wealthy, they didn't discharge it to you. And there we find the Nabi recited the verse, وَالَّذِينَ فِي أَمْوَالِهِمْ حَقٌّ لِلسَّائِلِ وَالْمَحْرُومِ That those people in whose wealth Allah placed the haq of the poor, whether the poor who beg, or those who do not beg, the rights of the poor are in your wealth, in the wealth of the wealthy. Discharge this wealth, or else Allah will take you to account on the day of Qiyamah. 
respected friends that the Imam Abu Dawud mentioned, in his zamana there was so much of baraka, so much of baraka, a person would go to the market to go and purchase some fruits or vegetable, vegetation. He would go and purchase a citrus fruit and he would come home with it. It was so, he wouldn't even be able to carry it, he had to cut it into two pieces, one side of the animal, he would put one half and the other side of the animal, the other half, and this he would go home with it. Imam Abu Daud attributed this barakah to the discharging of zakat. When people discharge their zakat correctly, Allah Taala causes the rain to fall from the skies. The hadith mentions, Allah Taala causes vegetation to grow. There's barakah in the land and everything. Everything moves smoothly. But when people withhold that zakat, they don't discharge the hukuk of the poor people, Allah Taala withholds the rain. There's famine in the, in, in, in the world. There's difficulties people undergo. All because... The rights of Allah, the commands of Allah, the rights of the poor people are not being discharged. How important it is, respected friends. This investment, how important this investment will see you through in this life. When a person is being made to lie down or lie in the qabr, it will be a very crucial time. At that time, only Allah knows a person will pass the test, so you will fail the test. At that time, you would need the mercy of Allah and His help the most. Hadith Sharif mentions, the banda will be made to lie. He would perhaps still hear the footsteps of those who come to bury him. Munkar Nakir, the angels of questioning will come forward to question him. At that time, he will be concerned, he will be worried. Allah Ta'ala will live. The salah will come and stand at his head side. The zakat that he discharged diligently, completely, correctly, the zakat will stand at his, at his right side. The roza in the month of Ramadan that he fasted will be at the left side. And the works of kindness towards creation that he did. He was there to assist people at the time of hardship, difficulty. That will be at his feet side. If the azab comes from the head side, the salah will prevent it. If the azab comes from the right side, the zakat will prevent it. If the, if the azab comes from the left side, the roza will stop it. And if the azab comes from the feet side, then the works of generosity and kindness to creation will stop it. Respected friends, at that time also, the zakat will come to the aid of a servant. They were discussing the pul sirat, Nabi Ali Salatu mentioned, whenever he has difficulty, goes into turmoil, crossing the pul sirat, the zakat that he gave in his life correctly, that zakat will come to his aid and support until he will cross the pul sirat. And if he did not discharge the zakat, he will fall headlong into the fire of Jahannam. Hazrat Abu Darda radiallahu ta'ala mentioned, zakat, pantaratul Islam, zakat is the bridge of Islam. A person wants to get over this bridge and reach Jannah, the zakat is the bridge. A person wants to connect with Allah, the bridge to connect is zakat. The person has to, he has to take that well that is so close to his heart. He has to sacrifice that well. With a happy heart he must give it. Nabi Sassu mentioned before Qiyamah, the time will come, the ummah will discharge that zakat if they discharge it. But with a heavy heart. Was zakat to maghraman, a person will regard this zakat to be a tax. Allahu Akbar. A tax. And some won't even discharge it also. Imagine that person who diligently every month he paid his insurance peer premiums. Insurance we all know is haram. There's the elements of interest and the elements of gambling in it. Allah save us, Allah rid us, Allah protect us of coming out of this curse. A person who is sincere, Allah will give him that tawfiq. One day he'll kick the habit. One day he'll come out of this curse. Allah made that zakat two and a half percent once a year. The man diligently is paying his insurance premiums. And he's not giving that zakat. On the day of Qiyamah, he'll come before Allah. What face will he have? Allah will say, my banda, my first obligation you didn't fulfill. You gave that wealth in haram avenues. Nabi Ali Salaam mentioned, the insurance of a mu'min, so to say, is zakat. 
Hassinu amwalakum bi zakat protect your wealth through zakat wadahu mardakum bi sadaqa treat your ill and your sick with sadaqa Allah will give them cure and Nabi Ali Samantin wastaqbilu amwal albala bi duaa'i wa tadarru combat the waves of calamities with dua and turning to Allah in humility one man you know he mentioned an incident the thieves broke into his home and they came there. They stole the jewelry. There was so much of wealth lying, lying around everywhere there. They only took the jewelry. When they came home, he asked his wife, did you pay the zakat on this jewelry? She says, for years I haven't paid it. He thinks there was so much of wealth. They never touched anything. Allah blinded them to everything. But the jewelry, zakat wasn't paid. That azab came on that. Brothers, we make dua Allah, ta'ala, assist us, assist the Ummah of Rasulullah going to difficulty in different parts of the globe. We all know the crisis in Turkey. It's time for us to assist the Ummah whichever way we can, with the zakat, with the lila, with those organizations that we can rely upon who are fulfilling the haq of deen correctly. We can at least spend some wealth and we can assist in whichever way. Allah ta'ala give me an awful tawfiq. Wa akhidawan alhamdulillah.